Well, uh, <laughs> Hayden done dropping it at the ball. I forgot to do my punishment. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, welcome to Entertain This, a podcast about movies, TV shows, and video games. My name is Hayden. With me, I have Mitch. Hello. And Tom. Hi, Tom. And uh, typically, we do episodes where one of us has to review a punishment for failing trivia last week. Typically, yes. Typically. Typically. But what happened? Forgot. We're putting this episode late as it is. You know, it's been a, a hell of a week. We pushed the timetable back, and you still didn't do what you were supposed to. I'll be honest. I sat down, and I was like, wait, who got punished last? Because I couldn't remember if it was me I or not. I panicked, and I was like, I won. I was like, why am I worried? Yeah. What was your punishment anyway? Uh, I forgot. <laughs> I, I have it written down. I, I just I just didn't do it. So it's, it's my bad. I'll uh, I'll do doubly punishments for the next go around, but that's fine. We got a pretty girthy episode here, anyways. I'm sure Tom's going to talk for an hour and a half about Lord of the Rings. No, so. maybe an hour. Maybe an hour. Um, so, and we're going to try something new for trivia today uh, when we get to that. <coughs> but before we begin, Mitch, well, social media. You can do our social media, and it's entertainthispodcast.com, which will take you to our Entertain This Facebook group and page. We also have our Twitter, which is at this entertain. Our Instagram, which is at entertain this dot. Oh wait, at that, this. That, 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 that. <laughs> I'm trying to remember. <laughs> Instagram is entertain dot this. I think possibly if you type that in, you'll you'll find out. All right. <laughs> and then we also have our YouTube and our TikTok, which entertain this exclamation. If only we had a social media expert that if could only. handle all this. Yeah. Look, there's a lot of things. <laughs> A lot of things. I've been busy. I've had three birthday parties, and the birthday's not even till tomorrow. <laughs> That's dumb. Isn't one of them yours? No. <laughs> well, I mean, <laughs> technically, she, she is mine, but oh, okay. it's <laughs> one with one family, one with the other family. Technically. Technically. All, All right. right. So, normally, this is the part where we would do Hayden's riveting review of his punishment, yep. but he decided not to. So, I'll riveting <laughs> review a movie that I watched uh, that I wanted to watch. So it was, What'd you watch? I watched Honor Society on... Uh, I don't is know. Is that a new one? No, it was on Paramount. Yes. Uh, Honor Society a, is a 2022 American coming-of-age comedy starring Anjuri Rice and Gatton Mazzarazzo, the real Stranger people. Things kid. Um, you know, the, the, is that the one with the really good hair? The teeth kid. Okay, the teeth yeah. kid. Yeah. The frizzy hair, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The one who's like... <laughs> Did you ever see Easy A... Yes. Or Mean Girls. It's kind of along the same vine. Uh, she, uh, Andrew Rice plays Honor Rose. <laughs> Get it? Honor, Honor. Society. Honor. <laughs> yeah. Uh, she's uh, this oh. girl who's like in podunk nowhere trying to do her best to get into Harvard. And she's like in competition with three or four other people. Um, one of them is Gatton Mazzarazzo. Does Harvard only take one person from this town? They'll only so like the the guidance counselor is McLovin from Superbad, <laughs> and he uh, he's got a connection to Harvard. Um, I guess like one of the big alumni was his like best friend growing up, so he recommends one person every year, and so he's it's down to like these two kids and another uh, Miku Martinu who plays Christine. Mm. It's a lot easier to pronounce. Uh, she's like this nerdy Asian girl that uh, wants to you know set out and do her own thing, and she's also, like... By going to class. Harvard? Yeah. And uh, the the short of it is Honor Rose uh, wants to, like, basically con her way into being, like, the, the, the best one. So she, like, dupes the other, her competition into uh, failing at what they do. And she sees that Christine is super into plays, so she has her... She encourages her to write her own play and then, like, direct and produce and do all the stuff involved in making it, like, make the costumes and whatnot. So she's, like, her grades just drop, you know. And then uh, Michael, which is Gatton Matsurazo, um, she, you know, he she convinces, she girl manipulates him into liking her, and then they <laughs> start going out, but they actually fall in love. Oh. However, there's a big old twist at the end. It was actually a pretty good twist. I don't want to spoil it, so... It, I, I enjoyed the movie. I, I like the easy A high school, just, you know, 
they take girl drama, but then they make fun of girl drama, you know, that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. So it was, it was a fun watch. I enjoyed it a lot more than I thought it would. Uh, It does a whole lot of fourth wall breaking where, you know, you're stupid old people. I'm going to break down how school works for you now and stuff like that, which I'm like, okay, you know, (laughs) it's kind of a lazy way to, you know, expose narration, but whatever. Um, but yeah, it was funny. Uh, the, the ending was, didn't see it happening. And I, I figured something was going to happen along the lines, but the way they went about it was surprising. So, um, yeah. And these stranger kids, stranger, stranger things, thing, these strange kids, these strange <laughs> kids, these stranger things, kids are in everything. So They're strange kids. <laughs> yeah. God darn strange kids. So, but yeah, yeah, uh, I am a prim- Paramount, Paramount Plus, yeah. <laughs> one of them streaming things that are everywhere on yeah. the internets. Yeah, and uh, on the U book and the FaceTube. <laughs> so it's directed and made by people you've never heard of, but you know, Oren Zegman. Ah, yes, yeah. Oren Zegman. He's a director, so everybody's well versed with his work. I enjoyed it. It was fun. It was quirky and enjoyable. It's not going to be you know, uh, Ferris Bueller or anything like that, or Breakfast Club, but it, you know, it, it was fun. It, it has okay reviews. It's got like. A six point five seven ish out of uh, IMDb. Rotten Tomatoes getting eighty four. I'd agree more with eighty four. So um, yeah. All right, news. <laughs> so Brendan Fraser is back. Yeah, he with the whale. The whale. Which yeah, he got like a six minute like standing ovation of where, wherever they showed it at. <laughs> yeah. and he started crying. Now, what it, is the whale supposed to be about? So the whale is. Uh, do you know Darren Aronofsky is? He's a guy who directed a bunch of weird movies like Requiem for a Dream or uh, The Fountain. He's worked with pretty much every major listing actor out there in like a fever dream of movies. He even did The Wrestler with uh, Mickey okay. Rourke and stuff mm. like that. So some of his, of his movies are great. Some of them are kind of, you know, bananas. But this one apparently is uh, doing really well. Uh, it got released at the 79th Venice International Film Festival. Did so good. Brendan Fraser got a six-minute standing ovation, blah, blah, blah. Uh, the premise is a 600-pound middle-aged Charlie tries to reconnect with his 17-year-old daughter. The two grow apart after Charlie abandoned his family for his gay lover, who later died. Charlie then went on to binge eat out of pain and guilt. So, you know, the whole broken Brendan Fraser kind of sad face, I think kind of, you can see where they're going with this. <laughs> okay, so they lean heavily into the depression, depression, yeah. d- depressed, fat Frazier. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, Brandon we're a long way away from mummy Brendan Frazier. Oh, yeah. But you know what? He's not, what, 27 when he was making the mummy and George <laughs> the Jungle and whatnot. He's he's a middle-aged guy as it is now. And, mm-hmm. he, he, you know, if you've ever heard of Brendan Frazier's uh, history with Hollywood, it's pretty depressing as it is. Like, he was sexually assaulted by uh, producers and stuff like that, you know. So, like, the whole... Me too thing applies to dudes at some time too. I guess I don't know. Well, that's the thing; it didn't. That's why he, he was kind of like you know shamed because he, he, you know, he tried to claim it too, and they're like, "Oh, you're a guy," you know. So that he, doesn't count. He kind of got looked, looked, you know, overlooked by it. Well, he's like the internet's favorite person alive right now. Yeah. So I, I, I think it's kind of come full circle for him, and he played a character that's basically dealing with depression and obviously taking it out on his body. I mean, Brendan Fraser got fat in real life mm-hmm. at one point. Um, and then, you know, he's not the healthiest person alive, but uh, he uh, he's definitely looks a lot better. And uh, he had to wear uh, sometimes a 300-pound fat suit for this role, you know, on top of him already being overweight and whatnot. So he seemed like he was really committed to it. I love Darren Aronofsky's uh, cameras, camera work. I, I think that he's really good with the camera. The narratives sometimes can be a little out of the world and kind of, crazy but uh for the most part yeah mm-hmm. so i'm excited uh i'm sure a24 they're a really good indie company they're like one of the bigger indie companies uh that put out a lot of interesting movies um i'm sure that this will probably do pretty well whenever it comes to streaming service which will be no idea uh december <laughs> december 9th it'll be actually released in the theaters december 9th so there you go you see it in theaters so, on top of that, I also watched that Elvis movie, the Lars Berman Elvis movie. It was not very good. I've heard it's not good. Yeah. yeah. It was... It's it was, already on HBO Max. Yeah. yeah. It, the, the the problem with that movie was it was, like, the camera never... Like, I, film 101, you never want the camera to be still all the time. But, like, this 
the camera was like swooping over their heads, turning it upside down, spinning, all sorts of crazy <laughs> stuff. And I just, just I like, felt this like, isn't a karate movie. I felt like I was on a roller coaster the entire time of this movie. <laughs> and I, I think they're trying to like simulate, you know, Elvis is on drugs. Things are weird right now. <laughs> I was like, but I don't want to be on drugs. So. <laughs> I just want to watch the movie. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, and the dude that plays Elvis with this like corny impersonation. Mama. Yeah, I don't think I looked really. I don't know. Just nobody really looks like Elvis. Though. It's kind of like one of those. Yeah, that's him. You you know yeah. when you see him. I like Lars Berman, but you know he's been making a lot of stinkers lately. So yeah. All right. Well, there you go. Movie stuff done. Who had Tom? Who had Tom? I had Tom this go week, ahead. and let go me ahead. tell you what he your... did. I watched. It's finally here. Yeah. The Rings. Go ahead. His favorite show in of the world. Power. This is the worst show ever. This I hope every listener is sitting down because buckle up. <laughs> this has reaffirmed months of speculation that this show would suck. It's just two episodes over an hour apiece. Mm-hmm. I'm like what? It's like what? A six episode season? Eight. Eight episode season? Mm-hmm. Um, two episodes deep. Sixty million. One hundred twenty million dollars. I've watched. Nothing's happened. It's just talking. It's just anger. Well, they're but trying. Like, they're to, not furthering a plot. They're trying to set up their environment, their universe. They got to introduce all these characters that you've never heard of. That is. That is the <laughs> no. Part. They have to make up these characters because they don't have the rights to the okay. Silmarillion and all unfinished right. tales. Before we, you know, delve into the 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 dumpster of manure here, um, do you the think dumpster that the, the cesspool? Do you think that any part of the hate that people have for the show? could be derived from, like, their anticipation of it being bad? Like, do you think that people have already made their minds up about the show being bad before the show came out, and that's why they don't like it? I think probably about 50% of people already made up their mind that this was going to be bad. Now, some stuff that they showed and stuff I'd researched prior to seeing it, I was like, you know what, that might be okay. Mm -hmm. You know, it all comes down to we'll see what they put out, what content they give. All right, so give give me three of the worst things, just... Just three. Uh, Galadriel. Okay, Galadriel number one. Why? Is she, why? What, what's your biggest issue with? Because that? that's not her character. Yeah, she's, they, they literally just went rogue. Yeah, she's, they just went. Here's an angry. I want to talk to the manager elf, command, <laughs> commander of the north, who never commanded anything. They basically like shoehorn Jon Snow in there. They copied a lot of Game of Thrones. They kind did. of tropes into the. So her entire character was wrong, from the all the lore and writings of Tolkien. Yeah, instead of being like a snarky. You know, she wasn't even snarky. She was just like the regal elven maiden lord. I'm a woman and I'm right, you know, and I'm oppressed. Because <laughs> and if I'm you don't woman. like it, you're a bad guy. And that wasn't Galadriel. From I, Galadriel was always this graceful. It was Kate Blanchett. Yeah. She's grace personified into a human person. Exactly. And, and, you know, like it didn't matter. She didn't care what people thought about her or anything like that or, you know, what her issues were. She just like imposed her queenly elven abilities and people and you were just like you're an elf woman like a dwarf that's like i hate elves and he's like you know i'll murder for you (laughs) he's like whatever you want i'll do it (laughs) you're awesome (laughs) so yeah so guy ladriel yeah you're you're, now you're quoting other Uh, as that guy called it that was very funny Mm. um that dumpster garbage kella brimbor dumpster garbage Look, whenever I see a, a movie or a show and they do spinny sword stuff for no purpose, it's going to be a bad movie. <laughs> All right, and then when because Galadriel- even in Lord of the Rings, when they show El- uh, Legolas fighting with knives, yeah. he's not doing all kinds of spinny, twirly, twirly Jedi. Yeah. Look nonsense. at me, I'm cool. Like he's ducking blows and right. moving to counter and stab and attack, and it's like it makes sense the moves he's making. Yeah, because elves don't really care. They, they're they're more about like efficiency and you know necessity. Like he moves more gracefully right. than most people, right? Which you'd expect, but it's like you know you could see the elvishness. Yeah, when they're showing off like that, I'm just like, oh my god. So yeah. that's crap. Uh, I don't get why Kella Brimbor looks like he's in his fifties. When know. elves hit their, you know, physical peaks and just continue on. I guess. I don't know. I don't know. Everything was weird. The Did Elrond Elrond, Elrond look like a bobblehead? Yeah. <laughs> Elrond with his pompadour haircut. Did Elrond and Galadriel actually, like, have this friendship that they talked about in the show at one point? They were friends, yeah. Oh, okay. I don't know if they, like, even hung out or something like that mm-hmm. from the Silmarillion, but... All right, so the other glaring issue is that all the other elves just are in blatant like 
Like, oh, no. No, silence gone. It's over. It's done. Yeah. Everything's done. It's like it's not like you had a war that lasted an entire age and gods had to step in to duke it out for 40 years and sink half the continent. Global warming doesn't exist. To kill, to vanish Morgoth. Because <laughs> like, even with Gilgalad, it's just like, oh, yeah, we're abandoning this outpost. It's like it's over. It's like, no. Mm. no. All of you know Sauron wasn't captured. Yeah. Okay, so the character development is bad. The writing is bad. The The whole boat metaphor and that, that was episode. the stupidest crap. But it all looks pretty. No, not all of it. And a lot of it doesn't make any sense. Well, I, I actually, Some set pieces look cool. I like the sweeping some, shots of certain places yeah. look really nice. Like Casa Doom looks really cool. Yeah. I like look at, I like looking at it. Aregia looks cool. Linden looks like, all right, you did those things right. Nothing else. <laughs> Nothing else. Yeah. The, um, they can't use hobbits because they don't have the... Um, they can't say hobbits. Yeah, so they have to say hardfoots. So you got your, like, scavengery hiding in the... I call them caveman hobbits. In, in the jungle. Yeah. Or in the woods hobbits. That's all those things. So um, one thing that Game of Thrones did really well in the first season was they built a universe and the geography of everything made sense. Like, uh, King's Landing was so far away from um, the Stark. Uh, what yeah. was that? From Winterfell. From Winterfell. And, you, you know, you could... When it took them a whole season to get from point A to point B. Now, granted, by the end of the show, they just threw all of that all of that out the window. And I wish that they kind of built more of a feeling for the universe of Middle Earth in this. They did because, like, I mean, they do. They cheated. They showed the map right. and the cuts to where, I mean, which is nice because you could see. All right, we're transitioning right to this location. But Galadriel gets across Middle Earth in one episode and then swims back in another episode. <laughs> so, like, yeah, she swim. I, I point to the map. Uh-huh. Where she is, is like, all right, you see that mountain range, like right there by Ariador? Yeah. Around there, where she goes, is somewhere over here. Okay, so off the map. And then she swims back. <laughs> like two maps away. Yeah. <laughs> and she swims like a map and a half to get back. Yeah. Yeah, yeah so, she can. So basically, like, the. the, the, the Eat your heart out, Michael Phelps. Yeah. <laughs> So basically, the trek that the the the, the fellowship did, she does that. In, like you watch Lord of the Rings, and they're like in the fellowship, especially when they're right traversing Middle Earth to get where they're going. You can see where they're hitting individual points, right. where it's like, all right, now they're here. All right, right, they've moved a great distance. You get the scale and breadth that is Middle Earth. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, uh, they did a good job of uh, making men bad because they men won't are bad. Men. They, men are. Men, men, not just like men, the race, like all men. Like yeah. if you have a penis, you suck. Right, and uh, you're evil. They, they, it doesn't matter if you're an elf. You're you, you're bad, bad, bad elf. Right. Because Galadriel wants to talk to the manager. <laughs> <laughs> it's all about her. Everyone else is just in the way. And then they have the the female versions of what would have worked in Lord of the Rings. As Frodo and Sam. As Frodo and Sam. They yeah, have, those two. They have these female. Dude, that's hobbits. Beavis and Butthead. Yeah. That's not Frodo and Sam. That's so Beavis and Butthead. It, it is. It's lazy writing. It's like, well, that worked. Let's just gender swap them and make it. Because so. if you don't like it, you're not a feminist. Look, we're making up all these characters. If you don't like it, you're racist. I, I think that in the one thing, the last thing you do as a production company when you put out something and people don't like it, the last thing you do is blame the audience, and that's <laughs> which like is the what they first don't. thing they did. Yeah, you know? like I mean, so just to kind of wrap up the review. The review, like a lot of the set pieces, look very, very nice. The acting is garbage. The writing is terrible. The plot doesn't make any sense. I watched two hours worth of content. Nothing's happened. Yeah, if you introduce, the story has not progressed. If you introduce a character and he's a mystery, like the. I, Guess wizard. Uh, yeah, crashed, not Gandalf. That crash landed from space. Yeah, and then you got <laughs> this is Hal Lord of the Rings Brand. that we're talking about. Yeah, you have Halbrand <laughs> guy who we all can probably deduce is most likely going to be Sauron. Yeah. And there's going to be some stupid ass you know love triangle between him and <laughs> her, which doesn't. I, I thought we agreed. Ass was. I didn't take it last time. No, we didn't. You, make if it. you said it by yourself, said it the word by itself. No, I thought we. Uh, <laughs> I I said it. I deferred to Mitch. You didn't do your punishment, so <laughs> shut up. That's neither here nor there. No, it's it is here and it is there. You said a dirty word. I don't care if I said dirty words. This is it's my apartment. I knew he could get through Lord of the Rings review without Chris. <laughs> you knew I could, and I, and I only kept it to ASS. All right, so get that spoon. Get the spoon, Mitch. 
so he grabbed me like two Capri Suns. <laughs> <laughs> Get ple- uh, paper towels. You know towels, what? Please. I think we need to do a weekly update of Tom's review. No, and I think Hayden <laughs> needs to do this immediately thereafter because no. you didn't do your punishment. I'm this doing, is in, in perpetuity. You asked together. me at the beginning. You asked me before we hit record. Do you want to take the hot sauce or do two punishments? I was like, I'm going to do two punishments. Uh, all right. So, yes, the show, uh, it's not as great as everybody had hoped it would be. It's not even a fraction of good as what I hoped it the would be. The worst it being is that they took the novelty, the history, the well-defined uh, written history. The deep, of, deep lore. Of Tolkien, and they basically made up their own thing. So, Oh, they... Basically made a gender fluid woke nonsense mm-hmm. show in a giant fandom that everybody liked. And, look, and we were the last fandom left. If you, if you <laughs> like, <laughs> like they hadn't done it to like Harry Potter got screwed around with yeah. later on. You did it to Star Wars. Yeah, you they're got doing, Game of Thrones. They're currently doing it to Marvel as well. You're though. doing it to Marvel. It's like Lord of the Rings was like, like we were just all the way up here, like on on Olympus. Everybody's. Looking yeah. down, it's like at this point, it's like you know we'll look at the Hobbit trilogy hey, is Oscar worthy. Yeah, look at it this way: at least, at least you got off the ground. You got the Lord of the Rings trilogy. DC never even got a chance to get out of the gates. WB screwed them from the beginning. <laughs> yeah, one thing that dude, you're watching a review on YouTube, and you kept oh, saying, "Oh God, you just feel it right in your nostrils." You, you kept saying, uh, "Yeah, this is CW quality." You know? Oh, absolutely. And, and for sixty million dollars an episode. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> so. It's terrible. It's, it's the worst show in the history the of shows. The hot sauce of the show. The show both. <laughs> you know what? This hot sauce is a better sauce than Lord of the Rings is a television show. I'll have you know, sir. I got Grandma Brimbor. It doesn't make any sense that he's old. It also doesn't make any sense when they go to Kaz Doom. He doesn't immediately parlay with the dwarves because he's a renowned friend of the dwarves. Right. The doors of Durin, he helped build. Yeah, but they chose to ignore that. They chose to ignore that for some weird game of rock breaking with a sledgehammer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Was that ever in Tolkien history? Maybe. Okay. So maybe those words were used to symbolize it, but it's also they cater to stupidity. Look, if you where want, they have to explain what stuff is that you see on the screen, you I, aren't allowed to interpret it in any other way. I think like with what they were going for to try and showcase a more versed, uh, you know. I don't. I don't want to say social justice, but like if you want, if you want to have a strong female character, all right, and you chose this time period to do it with. So what? We got Bronwyn who's leaving her kid alone all the time. Well, not. I'm not. I'm talking about like in Tolkien history. Is there interpretations of women at some point that did, you know, uh, audience worthy for our generation? Uh, you know, stories that like. Wh- yes. It, so what? What? What was Galadriel really doing? At that time period, you know, was, was, was she, I mean, obviously she wasn't leading armies or anything like that, but no, she wasn't leading armies. She was the last of a family of elven lords. Her okay. father was an elven lord. Her brothers were. Her brothers were all killed. Mm-hmm. Her brother, who they show in the beginning, he's not killed like in some battle against orcs. Right. He's killed in Tolling Gowroth, Sauron's fortress, because he's captured along with Baron en route to get to Morgoth to steal the Silmaril. Okay. So he can marry. Luthien. Luthien. Right. Who actually shows up, rescues them from there with Who and the Hound, and then makes their way there, and she's the one who manages to put Morgoth to sleep. Mm. That would have been a cool story to watch. Yeah. Nope. Maybe, nope. Maybe it would have been too expensive to have all those elaborate <laughs> sets for $60 million. That's wild. Nope. I, uh, I don't know what they spent their money on. God, I have heartburn. Probably Therapy just, for just, the girl who played Guy Ladriel. Probably just for rights, you know, because Tolkien kept saying no, or the estate kept saying no, you know. But and, like, like, well, but Tom, they don't have the rights. That's what Tom was saying. They don't even have the full rights. I mean, they have the rights to work with the rings. Yeah, <laughs> they don't have the rights. They have the second hand to the Silmarillion or unfinished tales, which is where all we know about the first and second ages and the or a lot of the third age of Middle Earth <laughs> comes from. They don't have the rights to the story that they're telling. They don't have the rights to people of Middle Earth. Nobody gives a crap about that. Yeah, I don't know. They so, even have the rights like the children of her. Maybe the third story, the third episode will be better. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm impressed that you're able to muscle through the hot sauce and still be angry about Lord of the Rings. <laughs> my hate overfuels my pain. <laughs> <laughs> but it's just... <sighs> The elves aren't believable as elves. 
I don't look at them and think like that almost like transcendence of like the derpy look of yeah, yeah of like regalness and grace yeah yeah they're just whining they're trying to like do like beings like, that have lived thousands of years and seen true blessedness and are just they come living. off like uh like Spartan politicians you know like yeah. like which they're not they're we're just, snooty and you know uppity about what we are and elves and me like elves could be like aggressive and demanding and like f- argue with each other and fight with each other right. as we know but what I'm looking at is like. Like, they're all just ignoring, like, oh, Sauron. Yeah, that's done. That, there's no more evil. Don't worry about that guy. The one good <laughs> thing I will point out that I, d- I liked mm-hmm. is how orcs are now looked at. Yeah. Excuse me. <laughs> oh, God, it hurts so much. Mm-hmm. Like, because you, you see them in Lord of the Rings, and, you know, at first they were horrifying. They were scary. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, orcs. But then you just wa- you're watching them get cut down left and right. Right. You also have to realize you're looking at them getting cut down by, like, the greatest warriors of the time. Right. It's like, oh, oh, look at all these orcs. They're running at Aragorn and Gimli and Legolas, who've killed thousands of orcs over their lives. And it's like, and business as usual for them. They look like they're just enjoying it at this point. Because they are. They're shouting numbers of how many they've killed. Mm -hmm. (laughs) They're having a contest. Whereas now you see, like, your average person coming in contact with the the orcs. Mm -hmm. And it's like, holy crap, an orc. Yeah. Yeah, they kind of depict them more like in a horror you know, oh, so I did kind of like that. Everything yeah. else, dumpster garbage. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty. I'll say that much. <laughs> yeah, a, they spent sixty million dollars on. It's pretty. Uh, yeah. So everything else is just terrible, but it's pretty. Yeah, it's pretty terrible. Pretty <laughs> damn terrible. Well, well, maybe it'll get better. No, it won't. <laughs> Probably no, it won't. Not. Probably. Not. So stay tuned for my weekly reports. <laughs> Or what I think of this show. Speaking of this, uh, Amazon has actually been systematically deli- uh, deleting reviews. Yeah, they've just blocked reviews. There's been a, several of the actors from this show have posted articles saying, if you don't like the show, it's because you're a racist or you're anti-women. Okay. So they're basically targeting their entire, the, the, Tolkien, the Lord of the Rings fan base, right. saying it's our fault that right. their show sucks. When we didn't make it. We had nothing to do with it. We d- we didn't even want it to begin with. Well, and they just went. Now nah, it's your fault. You you did this. Well, let's see how that works out for him. It's probably <laughs> not. No, no, it's not going to work out well for them. I, I don't think that this show will f- will finish unless they do some radical changes in season two. Um, you or know. if they go, all right, the people who were in charge of season one have been fired. That, that's what I mean. We yeah. brought in these people and. We're going to just start from scratch. Because didn't they fire a the rep- representative yeah. from the Tolkien estate? They had one guy who was a renowned Tolkien scholar. Yeah. They fired him. Yeah. Because I'm guessing he wanted to do things <clears throat> properly. <laughs> yeah. And they went, what do you mean there's not some unicorn woman who's in charge of everybody and all the men? Get out of here. You're fired. Yeah. So. <laughs> I, I uh, they, They're going to have to figure something out. While I sit here and drink my juice box. <laughs> <laughs> That's what made it even better. <laughs> He's sipping a Capri Sun. Specific cooler for those of you listening at home. The superior taste and flavor. I'll tell you one thing. They changed the labeling on these, and I hate it. It's, it looks so stupid. What happened just the original Capri Sun label with the guy surfing? I don't know. Yeah, I it was like was... a drink for people who were doing stuff, not just you know sitting here talking out of their butt. <laughs> for a fruit cocktail now. <laughs> so they got that uh, new episode of House of the Dragon came out. Uh, great episode. Highly recommend watching it. I think you said it's been renewed already for a season two. Yep. But the showrunner. Uh, one of the showrunners quit, and it's not because he has problems with the show. He just spent three years just like, you know, through Dealing COVID, this. trying to get it up off the ground, you know, pulling his teeth out, and he just wants to break. Mm-hmm. He's doing something else with HBO. And I will I'm say, done. If, as someone who's seen three episodes of House of the Dragon, two episodes of this Rings of Power crap, I wholeheartedly would recommend House of the Dragon. The writing is superior. You can see where they cut corners in CGI. Yeah, yeah. There's, on some parts, there's, like, there's some parts when they do. They, I think they spend it all on the dragons. You, you know, for for sixty million dollars an episode for Lord of the Rings, I was kind of expecting there to never be like wasted time. Well, yeah, there never there to be like scenes where it's just dudes in rooms talking. You know, and I get that you need to have people like deciding out, something, but if it's just oh, a, a a table and people are sitting there and they're like talking about what the problem is and they're talking about how they're going to solve the problem and then you cut and the problem solved or something like that. Like, what'd you do with all that money? That's what I was wondering. I don't know what they spent mm-hmm. their money on. So, yeah, at $60 million an episode, I think that's a stretch. I think 
I think that they they probably sp- are including all the money they spend for the rights mm-hmm. in, into each of those episodes, and that's that's. I'm dumb. saying sixty million episode, but but I can wholeheartedly recommend House of Dragon. Thoroughly enjoying it. It's a good yep. show. Writing is very very good. Well, I bet George R. R. Martin's just tickled to death right now. Oh, you know, he's just sitting there grinning, smirking. Mm-hmm. He still hasn't finished the book, God no. forbid. But he's just sitting there, just chuffed bits. Yeah. <laughs> he just opened up another kid of worms. Yeah. yeah. I'm not even going to fall for it. <laughs> and now, Mitch, with video games, take it away. All right, well, well, <laughs> I played Immortals Phoenix Rising, which is a... Uh, it's a game that's been out since 2020, but it just came out on Xbox for Game Pass. And I reviewed it a year ago. You did? Uh-huh. I don't remember you playing it. I did. Oh. Me and my kids played it. Oh. But go ahead. We're doing it anyways. <laughs> Man, this is a great episode. <laughs> I'm swearing Hayden's not doing punishments. Mitch is reviewing stuff from a year ago. I didn't remember you playing this. What'd you, what'd you review it on? Uh, it was on the Switch. Oh, it was? Okay. I thought it was on PlayStation. Um, but, yeah, it's a, it's a game where... Basically, you play as, as Phoenix, a mortal that must acquire the gods' powers or objects to help free them from Typhon. Mm-hmm. Um, it, I mean, it's made by Ubisoft. Uh, they made Assassin's Creed Odyssey, which it feels a lot like that game, but mixed in with like Zelda. And, yeah, it's uh, like Breath of the Wild. God of War. Yeah. It's 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 got a, it's got kind of a Breath of the Wild look to it, mm-hmm. where it's mm-hmm. cell shading. Yeah, it's 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 a good game. It's it's fun. Each like each enemy that you come across is a different. Uh, you, know, you got to find a different way to attack them. You can't mm-hmm. just mm-hmm. can't just go in button mashing everything. Um, it's it's pretty fun. Lots um, of exploration and stuff like that. Puzzles. It, it's a big open world. <laughs> the uh, the entire thing is narrated by Zeus and Prometheus. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They're arguing the whole time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like there there was one part where like you walk up and this Cyclops, this big Cyclops, is there. And Zeus, Zeus is talking about him. Prometheus is like, no, 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 it's a little guy. And he, he just changes into a little Cyclops. Yeah, and changes back. Yeah, it's it's pretty clever, but it, it's a really good game. It's it's got some puzzle platforming kind of stuff, and I, I've I've enjoyed it so far. I, I did like where like you play through this whole like orangish like landscape where it's you know the whole thing, and then you mm-hmm. get to this one part where you finally get these wings to where you can glide to the next mm-hmm. area, and they're like, okay, you're done with the the, uh, the uh, introduction. <laughs> you're like, oh, <laughs> yeah, okay, it's a, it's a big game. Yeah. So. so what you're saying is, if I go back two years and review something I already reviewed, I'm good. No, he's he went back a year ago and he's reviewing. Something. Well, we're we're throwing this together last minute, okay? So there you go. Look, it was new to Game Pass. Yeah, <laughs> I actually thought it was a new game until I started looking up stuff about it. Yeah. So, well, uh, what else you got there, Mitch? <laughs> <laughs> put a, put a link to the episode where Hayden reviewed it. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. But uh, anyways, my news. Uh, they have the Shredder's uh, Revenge that came out this year. They had the uh, Ninja Turtles like Konami collection that just mm-hmm. came out. Well, they actually have a Nickelodeon is planning a AAA Ninja Turtles game that's going to be coming out next year at some point because uh, they were trying to move some rights around and that it was revealed that Nickelodeon had this planned out. So um, I'm kind of interested to see that. <laughs> Tom's got heartburn. To see how that keeps going. Yeah. Um, they're uh, the state of the K3. They they found out that just through some like testing, someone got to I guess play like a. A demo of it, but they're using Unreal Engine Five, uh-huh. and they've also been using some of the Gears of War developers have been helping them work with like the graphics and stuff. So that mm-hmm. that should be interesting for that game because it's it's it, ha- it hasn't always had the best graphics, but State of Decay One and Two, it's it's more of a it's a third person, but it's kind of like top down almost mm-hmm. kind of yeah. play. So I'm interested to see how their graphics and the Gears of War stuff goes along with it. Yeah, we also have Assassin's Creed Mirage, which got announced. Uh, on September 10th, they're going to announce a little bit more about it, but uh, it's going to be uh, the main character will be ba- Basim or Basim from Valhalla. Oh, really? Yeah, he's going to be the main character for this, and it's supposed to be based in the Middle East. Yeah, so he's a is it a so prequel back to the Crusades? I, they didn't say. They just said that he's going to be the main character, but it's going to be based in the Middle East. It, so I don't know. The uh, Valhalla takes place in like the 1200s, and uh, he uh, the the the. Middle Eastern character that teaches him how to be an assassin, the the main dude. Um, he uh, he he seems like he's like already lived an adventure at that point. So. Okay, yeah, I mean, it doesn't say it said that a lot's going to be revealed mm-hmm. revealed about this game on the tenth, but uh, he's supposed to be the main character for this game when it comes out. Yeah, and then uh, Xbox also revealed that Call of Duty is co- going to be on Game Pass. I saw that where the everything will be you know all the old games and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, those will be on Game Pass. Stuff like Overwatch will be on Diablo. Game Pass. Diablo, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so I'm kind of interested in that. Um, we'll see how that goes. 
I don't know uh, if they'll do the DLCs for the, the Call of Duty stuff, but at least at least the main game will be on there. I don't know. I mean, if they're already just taking money away from like them expecting you to pay money to to pay more money for battle passes and stuff like that, sixty bucks yeah. for the game, sixty you know ten bucks a month for the battle pass, blah blah blah. If they just kind of start ripping the rug out and say these these subscribers to a bigger thing can get the game, mm-hmm. you know, as is, that's kind of like the right message in my opinion as a consumer how to keep me interested well it'll supposedly all the call of duty games will come out day one on game pass and then it'll come out the same day for ps5 but you know they'll have to pay for it no (laughs) oh sex for you that's okay i got both (laughs) i hate you but that's all my news for for today so sweet all right so here's what we're doing for trivia all right we're going to do Popcorn trivia, this this app that we have, um, and the way it works is we will each pick a movie for uh, quizzing somebody. Mm-hmm. So, like, let's say I want to do, I don't know, uh, The Matrix or something like that. Tom will ask me the questions, and then if I get one wrong, I have to eat a bean-boozled jelly bean. I don't like this game. And, uh, <laughs> Mitch, why don't you read the, fla- the flavors? <clears throat> um... Coconut, strawberry banana, juicy pear, peach, tutti frutti, or the ones that look just like them called spoiled milk, dead fish, booger, barf, uh, sticky socks. Stinky socks. Oh, and then there's a uh, buttered popcorn, chocolate pudding, berry blue, caramel corn, and lime, or the ones that look just like those called rotten egg, canned dog food, toothpaste, moldy cheese, and lawn clippings. All right, so. <laughs> I- I will read the questions to Tom. I'm going to do Apocalypse now because that's what he wanted to, uh, oh, right, to do. Yeah. And, right. you, you know, if you get it wrong, then you have to take a jelly bean. So <clears throat> let's go ahead and start with Apocalypse now. Tom in the hot seat. <sighs> the first question is, what are Kurtz's last words? The horror. Good job. The next question is, According to Lieutenant Colonel Kilgore, what does napon smell like? Victory. You are correct. What strange image does Kurtz talk about on the tape recording? Would you like? Yes, read me the... uh, A snake swallowing its own tail. A snail crawling along a straight razor. A spider spinning a web around itself. A sloth clawing its own stomach open. I'm going to go with the spider on, or not the spider, the snail on the knife. You're correct. I haven't seen this movie in a while. I've never even seen this. I have no idea what you're talking about. Which one of these four scenes is Susie Susie Q played? There's a scene with a girl uh, in a bikini and a cowboy hat. There's a uh, Robert Duvall in his uh, uh, cowboy hat, you know, yelling at people, napalm burning in the background. Can you just show me the pictures? Well, I'm going to describe them for the audience, too. There's a dude with, like, like banana leaves for a hat, just looking like he's I'm going to go with the top one. Okay. You are correct, Tom. <laughs> it's the girl with the bikini cowboy hat. Uh, what does Willard use to kill Colonel Kurtz? What are the options? Rope, spear, gun, machete. Machete. You are correct. Who said, I used to think if I died in an evil place, then my soul wouldn't be able to make it to heaven. Is it Martin Sheen? I don't know who that guy is. Um, mustache. Mm, I'm going to go top right. Wrong. Ah. Take you a bean. What color is it? Green. All right, or so, blue. So it could either be toothpaste or berry blue. It's berry blue. All right. You suck. <laughs> Tom lives to... Fight another day. I figured it was the bottom left guy. Just yeah, it was the mus- but, yeah the mustache guy. Oh, was it the dude from Count of Monte Cristo? What does Lieutenant Colonel Kilgore put on dead bodies? Death cards, playing cards. Yeah, playing cards. You were correct. And who is Colonel Lucas? You got Harrison Ford. Okay, correct. Which of these four recipes was inspired by the movie? There's a card. Looks like a Bridget. I'm gonna go. It looks like a. There's a yellow drink with a card that says. I'm gonna go with that one. 
Okay. All right. You are correct. It was some sort of death card. Yeah. To do. How many questions is this? <laughs> this is the last one. Okay. Upon arrival at Kurtz's compound, how does the crew get the natives to leave? They moon the natives. They fire their guns. They blast their sirens. They shine their lights at the natives. What was the question? The Upon arrival at Kurtz's compound, uh-huh. how does the crew get the natives to leave? They shine their lights at them. They shine their lights. Wrong! Nah. Take you a bean. Damn. What color is it? Uh, don't, don't do a blue one again. Put that I back. think this is green. Put it back. Put it back. I already touched it. Put it back. Right. That one's green. So it's either lawn clippings or lime. Lawn clippings. All right. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. Ah. They blast their sirens was the right answer. All right. <laughs> that looks like worse than hot sauce. Mitch, what, you know? flavor? What? what flavor? What flavor? What flavor what? No, I say, I'm just saying what a flavor. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right, Mitch. Uh, Tom, well, How many did I get right? You got... Eight out of ten, right? Sorry, so I got an eighty. So, you're in the hot seat now, Mitch. Okay. Uh, what's a movie that? Let me see what you're scrolling through as you as you go. Have you, uh, have you seen Back to the Future? <laughs> Not enough. Have you seen Bad Boys or Bad Boys Two? Go with Batman vs Superman. No, that's that's too <laughs> okay, easy. Okay, okay. That's like me doing Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Um. Oh, flavor is a good one. Uh. Go with uh Braveheart. Okay. All right, Tom, you got your phone ready to do Braveheart? All right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me see. Ba, 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 ba. Oh, wait, he, he's doing? Okay. He's going to be asking the questions. I'm going to think of a movie to pick whilst you guys go. You're doing Braveheart, right? Act one? Yeah, act one. All right, here we go. Who said the trouble with Scotland is that it's full of Scots and you have a picture of four characters? It's the king. The king. You are correct, sir. his name. <laughs> King Edward the Longshanks. Yes, the guy. King Edward the First of England. Question two. What does Prima Nocta give a lord the right to do? <laughs> Evidently, my stuff's still connected. I'll turn off your Bluetooth. Um, read the uh, stuff. What is Prima Nocta? Withhold his firstborn son from being conscripted into the army. Confiscate his subject's first harvest of the season. Collect at least one horse from every clan on his lands. Spend the night with a female subject on her wedding night. That one. The last one. Yep. You're correct, sir. Just want to make sure that was an option before I mm-hmm. said anything. What character narrates Braveheart? You have four options. They are William Wallace, King Edward, Hamish, or Robert the Bruce. Robert the Bruce. You're correct, sir. All right. Who is Stephen? And you have a picture of four people. <laughs> Stephen's my name. Mm. Yes, yeah, Stephen the Mad Irishman. <laughs> the best character in that entire movie. <laughs> what two countries are at war in Braveheart? Germany and France, Italy and England, France and Scotland, or England and Scotland? England and Scotland. This is an easy one. I should have picked this. How does the princess know that King Edward is sending assassins to kill William Wallace? Her servant overhears the plot. King Edward tells her straight out. She eavesdrops. The prince brags about it. Does she know? Mm-hmm. Read, read the stuff again. So the question is, how does the princess know that King Edward is sending assassins to kill William Wallace? And the options are her servant overhears the plot. King Edward tells her straight out. That one. Nope. Oh. Take a jelly bean, Mitch. What color is it? Yellow? What's, yeah. my, what's my options? It's it's like smoldy cheese or caramel corn? I, really I, don't, like, I, don't, I really, really don't like it's either. Smoldy cheese. Uh, <coughs> that must be moldy cheese. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Don't spit it out. You swallow it like a man. <laughs> I did. I, I had long clippings. Too. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> that is disgusting. Yeah, this is fun, guys. <laughs> <coughs> that was nasty. All right, your other three options. Her servant overhears the plot. Uh, no, you just go ahead and figure out which one it is. She eavesdrops. I had to keep going. No. no. 
I just uh, picked for you. Uh, her servant to eat drops. <laughs> Moldy cheese. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> what do William and Muran do on their first date? Go hunting. Murian? Yeah, whatever. <laughs> it's not. It's it's M U R R O N. Muran. Murian. There's no I. All right. Go hunting. Go for a swim. Go on a boat ride. Go on a horseback ride. Go on a horseback ride. Ooh. You're correct. <laughs> Don't tell me I'm wrong. <laughs> Which of these four scenes is main title played? What describe the scenes to? I will hold up the picture. It's describe the scenes. What is main title? The, the, I'm assuming the, the main music. Yeah. Okay, I'll describe the scenes. So in the top one, you have <laughs> men on horse in the woods. They appear to be Scotsmen. And the second one, you have what appears to be William and Murian's uh, wedding at night by in the graveyard. Mm-hmm. Another one you have the Princess of England and her friend walking down a hallway, and another one you have Robert the Bruce looking at a piece of tissue paper. Okay, it's, it's one of two, and I'm assuming it's the very bottom one, which is Robert the Bruce. Yes. Ah, no. Thank you. Ah, Mitchell. See if it's the uh, the the. Uh, Graveyard scene, or not the the married getting married. What color scene. is that one? It's not the getting married scene. It's the top one. It's either chocolate pudding or canned dog food. At least it's not <laughs> dog poop. <laughs> I don't want to bite it. <laughs> <laughs> that chewing sound. Chocolate pudding. All right. Next question. <laughs> so better, so much better. <laughs> what does William's father say makes them men? Strength. Wits, betting women, the number of people they kill. Wits. Yes. Last question. Where does William Wallace suffer his first defeat? Your options are Falkirk, Lanark, Sterling, or London. This is, this is not an Act 1 question. <laughs> this is the last what, question of Act 1. What were the questions again? Or was they in? Uh, the question is, where does William Wallace suffer his first defeat? Your options are... Falkirk, Lanark, Sterling, or London? Show me the. Come on, Mitch. Just pick one. You'll be all right. It's just a jelly bean. Ah! Take you a jelly bean, Mitch. The uh, the correct answer was Falkirk. Falkirk. What color is that one? Yellow. All right. Uh, yeah, moldy cheese or caramel corn? That or it's, no, a it's a rotten egg or butter popcorn. That's, that's not good I think either. that was, Mitch, how many wrong was that? Three? Three. So Mitch has a 70. I'm getting punished as it is. What are you talking about? Well, I, I just didn't plan on us doing a punishment after this. I mean, we do, uh, well, you got to do yours. Anyway. All right, go ahead. I, I choose the Martian. I don't know about this. How about aliens? No, I want to do the Martian. But you've seen that movie. I have. Like a lot. Not a lot. It's been a couple years. What is that one? I don't know. It's bad. Chew through it. Chew through it. Eat it. What color was Rotten it? Rotten egg. Ah. Mitch is really. Oh, that's horrible. <laughs> <coughs> All right, let's do this. Oh, my breath smells like it. Come on. Working uh, on it. It's my turn. <laughs> it's my turn. Oh, my God. It's a good pick. Pick and go all the way down to end. Oh. That's disgusting. I'm looking for it. There it is. I found it. Uh, Mitchell asked the questions. Let's go around. The Martian? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Oh my god, that's horrible! <laughs> oh, <sighs> all right, all right. Question number one: mm-hmm. What pirate name did Watney give himself? The Dread Pirate Roberts. Captain Blondebeard, Captain Longbeard, Captain Smellybeard, or Captain Jack Sparrow? Um, it's either blonde or long. Like, don't look at me. I never saw. I this think movie. it's uh. I'm gonna say long beard. Incorrect, sir. No. Right out of the gate. <laughs> right out of the gate. Try blonde beard. Hayden pooped the, the bed. What color you got there? Uh, canned dog food or chocolate pudding? <laughs> mm, yep, that's canned dog food. <laughs> <laughs> mm. It's got a nice earthy aftertaste. <laughs> mm. Oh, what is? <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> just listening. It's just like. 
Even when he gets punished, he's smug. <laughs> <laughs> I hate him. <laughs> what is Mark Watney's specialty? He's a um, like a gardener. <laughs> uh, he d- does stuff with plants. Biology, mm-hmm. genealogy, mm-hmm. botany, botany, or, or chemistry. You're correct, sir. All right. What character did Watney say he wanted to fly around like? Superman, Iron Man. Iron Man. Wally or Mighty Mouse? Iron Man. Obviously Mighty Mouse. Iron Man, you're right. Mm -hmm. In which of these four scenes is Waterloo played? Uh, There's a scene where he's sitting on a rock with a sunset. Mm -hmm. The song by Adam. Uh, There's a scene where he's standing outside in front of the space station. Okay. A scene where he's standing inside. I'm going to pick the uh, tarp. Because there's water, yeah. there, there's water in that one. Hit it, hit it. No, incorrect. Nah. All right, I'm taking. Take your bean. <laughs> it was the very bottom one. I got a blue one. So toothpaste or blueberry? Mm, that's toothpaste. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least it cleans out the uh, dog food. <laughs> it's a palate cleanser. <laughs> what object hits Mark Watney during the storm? A rover, a helmet, a laptop computer, or a satellite dish? Satellite dish. Correct, sir. Who is Teddy Sanders? Oh, man. Um, let's see. We got Benedict Wong, John Bean, Sebastian Stan, or um, Dumber. <laughs> Jeff Daniels. Jeff Daniels. I'm going to say Jeff Daniels. Yay. Oh, look at there you go. Good luck. Who said? I hate you. <laughs> who said? Did everybody hear that? Mark just discovered dirt. Should we alert the media? Um, let's see here. We got Benedict Wong. Uh, what's his name? Michael Pena. Michael Pena. Um, that guy. <laughs> Donald Glover or Sebastian Stan? I'm gonna say Michael Pena. Yay! <clears throat> Rick Martinez. What was the first message NASA sent to Mark Watney? What are the options? Hey, bro, have food. How are you? How alive? New phone, who dis? (laughs) (laughs) How alive? Yes. Mm. Dang, I was really hoping you'd get one wrong. wrong. (laughs) This is the second to last question. What is the name of the NASA probe that Mark Watney uses to make contact with Earth? Spirit, Opportunity, Pathfinder, or Curiosity. I'm going to say... Spirit, Opportunity, Pathfinder, or Curiosity. It's either Opportunity or Curiosity. I'm going to say Curiosity. Killed the cat. No. Oh, incorrect, sir. Oh. All right, let's try Opportunity. No, it's not that either. <laughs> Which one is it? Pathfinder. All right, I have uh, Tutti Fruity or Stinky Socks. <laughs> That's tutti frutti. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> it's such a... I hate it. I hate it. It's so tasty, actually. All right, on your last question. Freaking worst. <laughs> when Watney remarked that he officially colonized Mars, who did he say, in your face to? Neil Armstrong. Matt Lauer. Buzz Aldrin. <laughs> Jim, Jim Lovell. Sandra, Sandra Bullock. <laughs> I'm thinking Neil Armstrong. Yes. All right. You know what this means? Matt Lauer can suck it. <laughs> I think we got enough time to do one more round. Score to 78. Tom? I think that was a fun round. We don't have that many jelly beans to do this. Yeah, we're going to hold it in the back. Look, it's been an hour. I don't want to do this again. Hey, Garrett. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't want to go again. Come on. No. Don't be lame. Let's pick a movie that you're really comfortable with. Like, um. The Lord what, of the Rings, Two Towers? What, what, about, <laughs> what about Saving Private Ryan? You want to do that one? All right, we'll do Saving Private Ryan. All right. So, Tom. Hayden. <laughs> As it's loading, it's trivia. Here we go. Who said, picture a girl who just took a nosedive from the ugly tree and hit every Matt branch? Damon. You are correct. Matt Damon. Which of these four scenes is Sietet Une Historie d'Amour played? I know this one. So, it's got the, the Jew guy. 
looking off into the yeah, then you pick the right one. It's where Tom Hanks is on the reclining in the chair with Matt Damon. Yeah, and the other guys are hanging out on the stoop. What, stoop kid, Freddy, <coughs> the stoop. What is the code name of the beach that the soldiers land on in the beginning of the film? Juno, Gold, Omaha, or Utah? Omaha. You are correct. You got to hear Peyton Manning yell it. How many soldiers were part of the original squad sent to retrieve save, uh, Private Ryan? Six, seven, eight, or nine? Tom is counting. <laughs> He's taking his shoes off. <laughs> Get my time. Well, if you stop talking. We don't have this long. Tom Hanks, Tom Sizemore, Barry Pepper. Tom Reynolds. Not, not him. Vin Diesel. Giovanni Ribisi. Tom Bombadil. Ever Burns. Corporal Guy I Hate. Corporal Guy I Hate. The other guy. Seven. Seven is wrong. <laughs> ah! The correct answer was eight. Dag nabbit. <laughs> Most of the time, squads are put on even numbers. Tooth- what color was that? Toothpaste or blueberry? Of course he picks blueberry. Oh, it's toothpaste. That's not that bad. All right. He just has no taste buds. <laughs> who is Private Adrian Car- Caparzo? Oh, it's Vin Diesel. You're correct. <laughs> what letter did General Marshall read to his officers before giving the order to save Private Ryan? Washington's letter to Robert Morris, Abigail Adams' letter to John Adams, Lincoln's letter to Miss Bix- Mrs. Bixby, or Jefferson's letter to Congress? Babe Lincoln. Babe Lincoln is... Correct. What were names of James Ryan's brothers who died in combat? Sean, Peter, and Daniel. Scott, Parker, Jacob. Matthew, John, Mark. Williams, Bennett, and Steve. (laughs) (laughs) Steve. Hold it up. Come on, Tam. Ah, I was right. Yeah. It's Sean, Peter, and Daniel. What is the name of the French town that the Rangers defend at the Ramel. end of the film? Ramel is correct. Which I think is actually not a real place. How many soldiers did Lieutenant DeWint say were killed when his plane crashed from the weight, this guy? How many did he say died? Was it 1, 12, 22, 32? 32. 32 is wrong. 22? Yes. Damn. Thank you, Bean. And don't get toothpaste. What color is that? Dog food or chocolate pudding? Nah, do, do, do a new one. I haven't done this one. All right, fine. Ah. Oh. Yep, you got dog food. Ah. What division were the Ryan brothers part of before they were split up? The 29th, the 28th, the 27th, <laughs> or the 26th? Guess a number. Let me see the. 28, 29, 27, 26. <laughs> He's got a 101st Airborne patch. 101st Airborne is part of what division? <laughs> Before they're split up. 27th. Good luck. Wrong! Oh, damn it. <laughs> Let me shake this up real nice. All right, pick you a bean. What color is that one? Yellow. Okay, that one's probably uh, moldy cheese or caramel corn. <laughs> Neither of which are good. Okay, <laughs> so you got you got molded cheese. <laughs> it's funny how like you have to bite it a couple of times before you like kicks in. <laughs> All right, you're done, sir. You've suffered through. <laughs> Mitch, this is terrible. Mitch, do you have a, everyone uh, suffers? No one's enjoying this. <laughs> We're enjoying it. Shut up. Do you have a movie ready to go, Mitch? We're gonna go with the, the proposal. That's oh, the okay. proposal with Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. Yes, it's the mo- the first movie that me and my wife saw on our first date. So you get doubly punished if you get any of this wrong. <laughs> I've seen this movie so many times. If I get this wrong, I deserve to be punished. <laughs> Let me get you your beans ready. The proposal, there it is. Act one. Where in Alaska is Andrew from? Sitka. Sitka. You are correct. <laughs> <laughs> Who is Gertrude? And there is four women of varying ages. That girl. Ah, oh, yes. Um, Malin Ackerman. Oh, yes. 
Andrew goes to help Margaret if she, or Andrew agrees to help Margaret if she does all of the following except for what? The options are gives him backdated holiday pay, promotes him to, okay. You are correct. This might not be fair. <laughs> you told me to pick a movie. <laughs> In which of these four scenes is It Takes Two played? It Takes Two, baby. All right, you have uh, what appears to be Margaret proposing to Andrew, the two of them making out, what appears to be the ending credits scene, and then Sandra Bullock holding up a dog to the sky. It Takes Two, baby. No. It's the ending credits. You are correct, sir. What does, what does Annie equate looking for Margaret's boobs to? An Easter egg hunt? Easter trying egg to hunt. find some. <laughs> 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 Who said you can tell by the way she drinks her soda pop that she's a good dancer? And you have options of. That guy. <laughs> yes, it is Ramon. <laughs> He's Mitch. It was not Craig T. Nelson. What does Margaret complain about before going to bed on her first night in Alaska? The sun, the dog barking, the crickets, the cold. The sun. You are correct. How many times did you watch this? Dude, it came out in 2009. <laughs> we watch this all the time. Who urges Margaret to accept an old family heirloom? And your options are as follows. To accept an old uh, Her. Oh no! Oh, it's Betty White, then. It is Betty White. You fool! What color you got there? Uh, nah, like, not toothpaste. It's like the easiest oh, one though. This one does not look good. All right, that's uh, stinky socks or tutti frutti. Came out. So far, no one's gotten stinky. Come socks. on, stinky socks! <laughs> I can't really tell. You can't tell. I think it's tutti frutti. It tastes right. a little fruity. Or maybe it's dead fish and strawberry banana smoothie. I don't know. It doesn't taste yeah. bad. Okay, well. I don't know Mitch likes dead fish. Yeah. <laughs> what kind of bird tries to take Kevin? An owl, an eagle, a falcon, or a hawk? Oh, crap. Kevin is a fluffy yeah, white dog. dog. Yeah. Well, I'm an eagle. You're correct. All right. <laughs> Damn it. Last question. Which of the following is not a business owned by the Paxtons? Paxton's General Store, Paxton Photography, Paxton Parcel and Post, or PPP, <laughs> or Paxton Electronics. Read them one more time. Paxton General Store, Paxton Photography, Paxton Parcel and Post, or Paxton Electronics. Try photography. Ooh, you're wrong. Oh. Sorry, Mitchell. It must be the electronics. Jeez. <laughs> it is the electronics, Mitch. Yes. Don't get overexcited. He's throwing beans yeah. at me. Stop throwing stuff. I just vacuumed yesterday. Here, I'll, I'll both these together. What is this one? Um, oh, I don't want to. Hate eating random ones. Just go. Oh. It's yellow. I think. <clears throat> Rotten egg and butter popcorn. Oh, that's not good. <clears throat> I think mine was bleach. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so bad. That's rotten egg. <laughs> Without throwing up. Oh, my God. Just swallow I'm it. i Just chug it and swallow it. That's what I've been doing. I just got... Oh. Swallow them like pills. All right, Mitch. I would like to answer trivia for Jurassic Park. Oh, oh come on. How many times have you seen Jurassic Park? About as many times as I've seen The Martian. Oh I still my. got three wrong for The Martian. That one. Oh, that was bad. <laughs> yeah, if he's got any music questions, I'll be able to answer this. The Lost World, right? <laughs> Jurassic Park 3. No. <laughs> X3. Just shout William H. Macy the entire time. <laughs> Who said, hold on to your butts? <laughs> Samuel L. Jackson. <laughs> yeah, this seems a little easier. <laughs> <coughs> What is the theory that Dr. Ian Malcolm specializes in? Chaos theory. Corexa. <laughs> <laughs> Who had trouble fastening their seatbelt on the helicopter ride to Jurassic Park? The main dude. Alan Grant. Yeah, Alan Grant. The, the main dude. <laughs> <laughs> Alan 
remember character names. Where, where is Jurassic Park located? Isla Jurassic, Isla Lemper, Isla Sorna, Isla Nublar. Nublar. Oh, you're right. Look at there. Okay, good. <laughs> Let's see. Who is Robert Muldoon? Um. Hmm. I know. Me too. I'm gonna say the white hat guy. There's two white hat guys. The bottom left. Yeah. No. no. All right. Then the other white hat guy. Yes. <laughs> this fell out. It's either barf or peach. Oh. I hope it's barf. It's peach. <laughs> yeah. oh, it's actually quite tasty. I hate you. In which of these four scenes is the theme from Jurassic Park played? With the uh, Triceratops laying on its side, sick. With the Brontosaurus one. With the Brontosaurus just walking across the landscape. Ba, 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 ba. Yeah, that'd be ba, it. <laughs> <laughs> When Alan Grant is talking about the Velociraptor, the boy compares the dinosaur to a six-foot what? Pigeon, turkey, mallard, or chicken? It's either turkey or chicken. I'm going to say turkey because it sounds funnier. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Why? What, what is the name <laughs> of the dinosaur that near, or that, that nerdy encounters? Or Nedry, sorry. <laughs> Dyslexic. The, the Dilophosaurus. There's a lot that he encounters in his Jeep when it crashes. So, he, he yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> The movie Jaws is playing on whose computer screen? Robert Maldoon, Lex Murphy, Dennis Nedry, or Ray Arnold? I'm going to say Dennis Nedry. Yes. It seems like something he'd be watching. Last question. All right. How many times does John Hammond say, spared no expenses? Three, five, seven, or nine? That's a hard question. Let's say five. Yay. Just because that's, that's a good, happy medium. Yep. <laughs> I only missed one on that one. That was fun. Did you guys have fun? Mm. No, because I feel like I got a lot of the uh, the bad taste at once. <laughs> yeah. Should we, uh... I feel like I got lucky the first run, and I was like, okay. And then it's like, let's do it again. I was like, I don't want to do it again. I, I feel like this is unfair because he's used to eating military food. He has no <laughs> taste buds anymore. No. <laughs> it's not that bad. I mean, I'm, hot sauce is definitely my weakness. <laughs> All right, well. That was it for another riveting episode of Entertain This. That was fun. If you enjoyed that, you know, hit us up on um, entertainthispodcast.com. We can do it again, or we can just make Tom do it again. Well, I know. beat Hayden in trivia last, last time. Yeah, I got to do two punishments. because. So you got to do the one you originally had. Mitch, would you like to tack on I would. a punishment for him uh, to do? I got to try and think of. I had. I wasn't planned on this. Oh, no. Um, let's see. Get my notes that I choose to ignore. All right. I'm ready whenever you are, Mitch. Whenever you're ready. All right. You're going to watch Yeti Giant of the 20th Century. Yeti Giant of the 20th Century. All right, cool. All right, well, I'll have two reviews ready to go. Come next episode <laughs> on entertain this. Yep. If you uh, if you got any notes or any ideas or suggestions or anything you want us to talk about, hit up Mitch at entertainthispodcast.com and we'll listen to you. We'll talk about you. Maybe good stuff. Maybe not. I don't know. So there you go. Goodbye from Mitch. Bye. Goodbye from Tom. Bye. Goodbye from me, Hayden. Goodbye. <laughs>